Welcome back. Bill Michaels showing this Tuesday. Getting after it. Brewers back at it. Badgers getting ready next week for Washington State. Packers getting ready for the Minnesota Vikings. And so we got a lot going on. A lot in the area going on. Um, I encourage you later today, reminder, if you, excuse me, follow us on the Facebook fan page, follow me on Instagram, uh, follow the website or the Facebook page that is um, the Motorcycle Ride, the Big Unit Poker Run, Big Unit Poker Run, Facebook.com slash Big Unit Poker Run. Uh, follow us there. Uh, a really cool video coming out this evening. It'll be probably more this evening than it is this afternoon. Still some work to do on it. But uh, I want to, I got a letter today and just, in, it, it's just a really cool, cool thing. Really cool, cool thing. So I will, we'll talk about that later today, but be on the lookout for it. You're not going to want to miss it. You're not going to want to miss it. Uh, 877-867-1670. Dan says, no way the Green Bay Packers walk out of U.S. Bank Stadium without a victory. I believe the Packers get a win. I believe they set the tone for the season with their new-look offense without Devontae Adams, and Aaron Rodgers is going to be an even better quarterback. I think everybody's worrying for nothing. I don't think you – let me say this. I'm not thinking that the Packers' offense is going to fail. I just think it's going to take a little time to kind of get into a comfort zone. This is kind of – to set the tone for the season for the Minnesota Vikings is kind of their Super Bowl-esque, if you will. It's their opener, new head coach. They've stockpiled some additional talent defensively. They feel like they've filled some holes. Offensive line is a little bit better. They feel like this is their big shot. Zedaria Smith is coming after Aaron Rodgers, even though he won't say it. We all know it. This is their big, you know, they're they're tied with the Packers and everybody else in the division right now. They can be the leaders in the clubhouse, so to speak, after week one with a win and a win over the division leader and being able to set the tone and creating a lot of optimism in their own backyard. I think this is a big game for Minnesota, as big as you can say a week one game would be. That's just my thought. Ben, do you agree that this is a a really big game for Minnesota and a game in which you just want to play well? And if you play well, you'll believe your win. But if you play well and, you know, you kind of shed the ugliness from the start of last season, it's that kind of game for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I mean, the Packers know who they are. And they also know what they will be when a lot of the linemen come back and are fully healthy. The Vikings, this is kind of a vibe check kind of game, if you will. Because a lot has come out over the last couple months and weeks about Zimmer last year and how much of a Mm -hmm. disaster it was. So they're excited about uh, their new head coach. If they win this game, then they're off and running. They feel like they can maybe win the division. A loss puts them massively behind the eight ball. And for for a a new team with a new coach, these games are even more important. Uh, Let's do this. Uh, Yesterday, Matt LaFleur had a chance to meet with the media as he starts to set the tone for this week Moving forward into Vikings week, take a listen to what the head coach of the Green Bay Packers had to say. I know. Don't have a it's quick turnaround time between now and the start of practice, so get those questions in fast because I told I gave him five minutes. So since you won't let us watch team periods, can you tell us if uh, Dave and Elton are doing team stuff today? Um, we'll see when we get out there, but the, the hope is that um, David will be out there. Do you expect both to be starting on Sunday? We'll have to find out on Sunday. 
Uh, I think Allen's doing better, but I, um, you know, we'll see as the week progresses where he's at. Matt, what have you liked about Christian's uh, development as he's come off of the club, and where is his standing as you guys look at week one? Yeah, he's well. It's certainly you guys can see the the physical skills, the the speed and power that he possesses. Um, I think he's still got a lot to learn, and you know we're, we're trying to acclimate him as fast as humanly possible. Um, but you know we'll get in more into the game plan specifics for him. We'll have a plan for him, and um, we'll you know we'll kind of see where it goes. So do you expect him to play Sunday, Christian? Uh, that that's the hope. But again, we'll see where he's at on the end of the week. Matt, were you happy with the? Were you happy with the work that you guys were able to get in on Wednesday? I know Aaron and some of the guys talked about how effective they felt that that format was with the practice. Yeah, I thought there was a lot of good work. I think there was a lot of things that we need to clean up uh, from that practice. It's it, it definitely is puts more stress on the guys when it's all call it and you have no idea what what's coming. And I thought it was good from just a conditioning standpoint to see where we're at. And um, you know, I told the guys if. If you're sucking wind right now, you better make sure you're getting a couple workouts, you know, between uh, Thursday through today. Have you named uh, season captains, Matt? Oh, we have not. What do you What do you do with for today? I mean, when you have a full week of practice, what are you trying to accomplish today? Well, just really get knock all the rust off, right? Get them reacclimated. Um, and, you know, just get, get some good work. It's going to be short because I just think the cumulative effect of having a bonus Monday and then you go hard Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it, it can add a lot of load on, on the guys. And we want to make sure that they're, they're fresh and ready to go for Sunday. So we, we make sure that we're really intentional with how much time we're out there and what exactly we're doing. But, um, no, I, I love these days to it kind of gets the weekend out of everybody and, and make sure that on Wednesday we're locked in, ready to go. Do you follow the same plan you normally do when they come in Wednesday as when you present them the game plan? Or do yes. you do that in general? Yeah, yeah, no, typically. And we there's been a lot of things, I think, around the league. I'm sure there's a lot of game planning that's already kind of transpired prior to today, and I know we're kind of in that boat right now. So, um you know, it's definitely given us an opportunity to get a jump on some of the things we might want to do in a game. Good to go? All right. See you guys. There you go. Matt LaFleur, quick. There you have it. Yesterday, meeting with the media, and uh, he kind of put it out there that, yeah, Bakhtiari should be good to go. And Bakhtiari kind of said, hey, 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 slow your roll. Slow your roll. By the way, big watch party going on this weekend. If you're thinking about a place to go in the Milwaukee area, and watch the Green Bay Packers take on the Minnesota Vikings or the Badgers or head to a Brewers game, shuttles, check out the games on a, uh, on a daily. Our friends at Stenny's, second and National Walker's Point, the best wings you put in your grill, plus the home of the Bill Michaels garlic cheese bread and uh, just a great staff and great people. That is our friends at Stenny's, running shuttles to anything and everything. And once it all gets going for real downtown, 
whether it's Bucks games, Admirals games, Marquette games. They're going to be taking people up to Packers games, still the Brewers, the rest of the Brewers season, out to the Badgers games. They got it all going on. That is Stenny's second in National Walker's Point, the best sports bar in the city of Milwaukee. Uh, this one's from Mike. Mike says, uh, a couple of things. I predicted the Badgers would win. I thought they would win by 32, not 33. He also said, did you read that the boat that was used as the SS Minnow in Gilligan's Island was a 1964 wheeler with a cruising speed of 12 knots, which means they couldn't have traveled more than about 41 and a half miles in a three-hour tour. I'm starting to doubt if the show was even real. Mike, your mental case. <laughs> I saw that too, Bill. I thought okay. that was big news. I I was like, okay, when the hell did that come out? <laughs> oh, yeah, you got it right there. You got it right there. <laughs> Mike Leach put that out too. Okay, I didn't even see that. Mike Leach, the uh, head football coach of Mississippi State, he put that out as well. Uh, oh, all right. Then, uh, Mike, uh, you're not the only mental case in the group. <laughs> There's plenty of people that are. These are the kind of things that uh, keep people up at night, I guess, to prove whether or not something was or wasn't real. Uh, I will say this. Um, uh, I believe there was a moon landing. I do not believe Gilligan and the skipper and such existed on Gilligan's Island. There was just too many wardrobe changes. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> just... Oh, man, that's funny. That's funny. A uh, complicated fellow wants to know if Quick Trip's putting in an underground gas station in the Packers' underground parking lot so that they don't have to get cold fueling uh, fueling their cars, LOL. Uh, no, I don't believe so. But there may be one of those breakfast bars with those great breakfast sandwiches that they have uh, down there in the bottom, uh, underground parking garage. Who knows? Maybe that'll happen. <laughs> But that'd be kind of cool, though, wouldn't it? If Quick Trip did put something like that down there, I don't think it's going to happen, but that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> Shout out to Quick Trip, by the way. The one near our office here, I think, has the lowest gas prices in the state. Really? What are they right now? 311? 312? Shut up. Really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's like 340 something here. And I thought that was low near me. Well, 311, damn, that's that's the way to go. I didn't know that. Take that in a heartbeat. Um, this one's from Doby. Doby says, uh, hey, unit, just love the program. Love what you guys did this past weekend. Great speech on the stage at Wisconsin Harley. It was fun seeing Jesse James Dupree and the band kick ass at the museum. How many bikes did you end up with? Doby, you're going to have to find out. You're going to have to find out later on today. We're going to post the video. Going to post a video and it'll tell you all the details and such, but we'll 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 throw it out there. We'll get the I gave the final count on stage, at least uh, as best we could, uh, based upon some of the uh, some of the officers from the Milwaukee County Sheriff's Department and the Milwaukee Police Department who gave us a count. So, but uh, we we beat the record of seven sixty seven. We were hoping for eight hundred, and we not only beat it, we shattered that shattered that but uh we'll give you the final total uh coming up here in the video later on today it's hard to keep that secret but we will 
Uh, our buddy Loopy says, heading up to Tomahawk. I am. We'll be up in Tomahawk uh, next week, as a matter of fact. Uh, the, the, uh, the, uh, the schedule is uh, Minneapolis Saturday, Sunday, into Chippewa Falls Sunday night and Monday. Into La- i got to find a place. Well, I guess I could do the show from our fine affiliate in Eau Claire because that's right there by Chippewa Falls. We could do that on Monday. And then uh, probably going to head into the studios in La Crosse on Tuesday. And then from there, uh, it is all the Ben Kenny show on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of next week, as we'll be at the Tomahawk Fall Ride doing some charity work. Uh, Maybe stopping into our fine affiliate up there in Tomahawk that's on with us, WJJQ. And then into Green Bay on Sunday. Uh, I will say Saturday night, speaking of uh, Jackal, they're going to be on the stage at uh, Bonnie and Clyde, Clyde Gangsters Park. Yeah, they're going to be hanging out there on next Saturday night for the Tomahawk Fall Ride. The culmination of that, which should be a lot of fun. And then the Green Bay on Sunday and then back home on Monday. So it's a lot of travel coming up. Where's the uh, Wednesday night huddle tomorrow night, Ben? Do you know? That I do not. I can find that I out have as not, well. Uh, I have not looked. So I, I got to do that because don't forget we have the uh, the huddle uh, again tomorrow night. We are creeping up on Wednesday rather quickly. So I'm I'm anticipating that as well. Cannot wait. Uh, Jay says we're in Chippewa Falls. We're going to be at Wasoda High Shore Supper Club. The tickets for that are on sale. I believe go to Tobacco Outlet Plus Grocery. Uh, that's tobaccooutletplusgrocery.com and see if there's tickets still available. So that's the best I could tell you. Oh, by the way, Bruce says $299 in Hickston this weekend. Jay says $339 in Stanley. So it is coming down, I guess. Uh, and Kevin says, where's the website? Uh, it's going to be posted on the Facebook fan page. Uh, the Facebook page for the motorcycle ride, and any place else we can find it. Uh, over probably on the Instagram page as well. If you follow me, the real Bill Michaels on Instagram, the real Bill Michaels on Instagram as well. So, plenty of different places to uh, to find it, and we'll maybe we'll post it over on the YouTube channel too. So a lot of good stuff. Uh, let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. Got a lot more to get to. We are going to hear from Sammy Watkins and Christian Watson. Coming up here at the bottom of the hour, so stay tuned for that. A lot more, a lot more to get to before we get out of here today. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show now. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you on board. The Bill Michael Show continues on, and uh, Brewers back at it, taking on the Colorado Rockies 
coming up. Still trying to kind of, you know, hold on to some hope. Hold on to some hope before everything begins to dwindle away. So that's coming up a little bit later on this evening. Brewers taking on the Rockies. Brandon Woodruff goes to the hill against Cool coming up uh, coming up at 740 Central Time. 740 Central Time. Some of the teams ahead of uh, the Brewers, obviously the Cardinals, uh, taking on the Nationals again. And uh, also you've got San Diego. San Diego is facing the Diamondbacks out in San Diego. So that's coming up uh, later on this evening as well. I believe the Phillies are host- the Phil- Phillies are hosting the Marlins tonight too. So another team that's uh you know trending right there above the uh Min- or the uh Milwaukee Brewers. So the Phillies are hosting the Marlins. So that one's sure comp- to go great by the way. <laughs> Can't beat the Luzardo damn Marlins. going against Nola tonight. <laughs> there you go. Be confident, ever confident. Ben Kenny. There you go. Um, coming up after the bottom of the hour, Sammy Watkins, Christian Watson. You're going to hear from both of those guys as well. So that's coming up. Uh, I did want to get to uh, a couple of the emails. This one is uh, from uh, our buddy Steve. He says, first of all, congratulations on a successful weekend uh, ride for the Fisher House. Second, a nice opener from Bucky. I must admit I was a bit surprised that Illinois State marched down the field, but then the pick six by Torchio was awesome. Uh, Braylon Allen looked to be in midseason form, and my guess is that you'll start hearing his name as a Heisman candidate, nice clean game by Graham Mertz. He was accurate and looked comfortable comfortable, and confident in the pocket. Third, it's the Packers-Vikings week for what it's worth. I'm glad that they are getting this game with the, the horned Helgas and that stupid Viking horn skull out of the way. Uh, I would like nothing better than a new Paul Allen call next Monday with Cousins throwing a pick and the Packers icing the game. How sweet would that be? Have a great, albeit short week. That's our buddy Steve listening in Richfield. Steve, I love it. Um, this is from Jason. This is my cousin and I have been talking about, and over on the Bud Light live stream, by the way, talking about the Packers-Vikings game. He said the Packers win 28-23, and I said the Vikings win 23-17. Of course, he believes Tampa is going to win 13 games and Brady will have another 5,000-yard-plus passing season. We do not agree. Your thoughts? Um, I think... You might be on to something with the, the the Packers taking a loss and the Vikings getting a win. Maybe it is 23-17. I would here's the here's the quandary I have, and you bring up a good point in that sense in, in the score. So, if the Vikings come out and put up twenty three on this vaunted defense that everybody believes is so much better, then we would have to say, was it a failure by the defense or was it a failure by the offense? If the offense is only able to muster seventeen. Could it be a really low-scoring game and say 17-10, 17-13, something like that, where the Packers move the ball but they can't convert so they kick field goals, but yet the defense plays extremely well and gives you that level of optimism because they could still then be a highly-ranked defense and only giving up 17. But if they give up 23 and they lose – and the Packers can only muster 17, it's kind of an all-around failure then, isn't it? Or do you look at it as, well, it's better than last year, the 30-3 to ass-whooping they took at the hands of the New Orleans Saints. As far as Brady goes, I think this year for Brady is going to be less. There's a couple of reasons. One, you don't have Gronk to cover. They've got some guys that are banged up. Their offensive line is down. And Brady, you got to question at least a little bit of the commitment, don't you? I mean, you can't argue with it because the guy's got pockets full of rings. 
But you have to say, I think, that he has kind of displayed the fact that, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I've got both feet in, but am I totally committed? So the 5,000-yard-plus passing season, I think, uh, the only way they are a team that is considered for a Super Bowl is if he throws for 5,000 yards because while their run game is good and their offensive line is decent, I don't think that's going to sustain. I think it's going to be the passing game in Tom Brady that is actually going to be better. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Just so you know. But I would think Brady is going to. I'd probably say forty three hundred for Brady. Just an FYI, forty three hundred for Brady. I'll go there. The over and under is probably over, just because of what he's done in the past. But that's kind of where I would be. Just a thought. Uh, 877-867-1670. Again, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. 877-867-1670. Get your thoughts. I, I haven't, you know, I've always said, um, that I believe the Packers are going to lose this game. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to deviate from that. But, um, That's a great question. What would the score be? We'll give official picks at the end uh, at the end of the week. We'll get into that at the end of the week. Hey, some uh, some other news out of Bears camp because the Bears um, they are uh, unveiling the first proposal for their new domed stadium and entertainment district in Arlington Heights. So, um, the preliminary vision, as they put it is for all of this parking and is now Ben, is that, and again, I'm looking at this. So if you can't see this, you know, obviously I apologize, but, or you haven't seen it, I apologize. But is that thing that looks like a big giant hunk of bread sticking up? Is that the stadium? Uh, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, to me, uh, it's pretty soft, just generally making dome stadiums in Northern climates, but it appears right. to be what they're looking at. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like the Walmart version of the Raiders stadium. It's like the Raiders stadium right. if it was designed by a fourth grader. Uh, I, I, it just, it looks like a giant loaf of bread. I just retweeted it in case you haven't seen it, but it's like a bar it like of a soap. giant loaf. Yeah, maybe even that might be a better description. I, I okay, uh, a lot of parking, a lot of uh, entertainment in that area, putting it where they're putting it. So, okay, but if you haven't seen it already, uh, I just retweeted it, so you can go there and check it out. But yeah, giant uh, bar of soap might be a better description. That might be a better description. You you could be right. But, uh, but yeah, it just it looks goofy. I, not that I would expect anything different from the Bears. I mean, after all, they're the ones that put together that grand plan for that giant hunk of crap they call Soldier Field. But yeah, it just it looks goofy. It is that is the stadium, though. By the way, that is the stadium looking straight down on what they call the mixed-use district. 
for many different things in that district. And they've even got uh, the train, the metro then would come into that area and they would actually have a train station there for commuters on what they would call commuter drive. So anyway, I'm getting too deep into this because you probably don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But um, yeah, so right off of 53 and commuter drive is where Euclid Avenue is where the new stadium district is proposed. Okay. Well, it would seem then that they are forging ahead. And as Brad Big said to us last week, yeah, it's pretty much a given that they're gone. Pretty much a given that the Bears are out the door. They're heading off to, to other pastures, if you will. Uh, 877-867-67. All right, coming up, coming up. Going to hear from Christian Watson and from uh, and from Sammy Watkins. Both of those guys, as uh, you know, they kind of met with the media a little bit yesterday. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Forgotten Fire Winery. Jake, Melissa, and Chris, great people. Great staff up there at Forgotten Fire, and uh, they were uh, kind enough to donate a really cool package to the Fisher House Wisconsin golf outing uh, that paired up with uh, a package from our friends at Four Seasons Island Resort. And it was a behind-the-scenes tour of the back kettles of the winery, how they do things, a private tasting with with Jake, the winemaker, and just a cool weekend there. So uh, they do a lot. They Not only are they open, but they do really cool stuff as well, along with charitable events. So don't forget about our friends at Forgotten Fire Winery. And don't forget, if you stop in in Pestigo, go in and ask for the Bill Michael special. Whatever that happens to be, they got something for you. But you got to ask for it by name. Go to ForgottenFireWinery.com, ForgottenFireWinery.com to see what they have to offer, see what's in season. The ciders are coming back, which I pumpkin spice stuff is coming back, even at the winery. And you can find it in many uh, grocery stores, liquor stores, wine stores, and, again, there's one place to go. I mean, I know that there are others in the state of Wisconsin that consider themselves bigger and better. And Forgotten Fire Winery says, we don't care. We like people who enjoy our wines and not just the name. Just so you can stick your pinky out and go, <laughs> Forgotten Fire is party in a bottle. It's made by Wisconsinites for Wisconsin and people who just like to enjoy good wine. That's our friends at Forgotten Fire Winery. Stay tuned. More to Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Hey, by the way, uh, tomorrow we're going to be at Mason's Pub in Kenosha on 74th Street, 74th Place, Mason's Pub in Kenosha tomorrow night for the uh, the Bill Michaels Huddle. Way down in Kenosha. We don't get down there very often. So Kenosha tomorrow night, you can find us. Looking forward to that. Mason's Pub in Kenosha, 74th Place. Uh, 7,074th place, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Go down and see Mike and his staff down there tomorrow night. So there you go. Mason's Pub in Kenosha. Also, the top 25 is out. Top 25 is out. Uh, The new top 25, Paul. Not that it really means a whole lot. Alabama getting a big win, 55 to nothing. You figured they'd stay number one. 
Georgia, 49-3. They stay number two. Ohio State, 21-10 over Notre Dame. They stay number three. Uh, actually, they drop. Uh, Georgia comes up from three to two. Ohio State falls from uh, two to three. Michigan comes up from number eight after getting the 51. Michigan now number four in the country, 51-7 win over Colorado State. Clemson, who was number four, falls to number five after the 41-10 win over Georgia Tech. Uh, Texas A&M staying the same. Oklahoma comes up from number nine to number seven. Notre Dame falls from number five down to number eight. They've got Marshall next week. Baylor comes up one spot from number 10 to number nine. USC from number 14 to number 10. They got a win, 66-14 over Rice. Uh, Oklahoma State, Florida. The Gators were unranked last week. Unranked, and they go from unranked to number 12. That's baffling. That is baffling after they beat number seven, Utah. That, that to go from unranked to number 12, that's a, a little interesting. Uh, then you go on from there, and then you get down to the Badgers. Badgers were number uh, 18 last week, they fall to number 19. It's a, no! Yeah. No! Acclimating uh, quarterback Graham Mertz with the new offensive coordinator Bobby Ingram was important, and Mertz had only a couple of incompletions on 16 attempts, having Mertz gain confidence in his decision-making and giving him play calls to succeed. Going to help the Wisconsin Badgers uh, as they have to play Ohio State in the fourth game of the season. Mertz having consistency this season could be the key for the Badgers to make it back to the Big Ten title game. But they don't give the Badgers credit for a 38 to nothing win. They actually fall one spot. How about that? BYU comes up from 25 to 21, which still is astounding to me that the Florida Gators jump from unranked up, what, 13 spots then on the outside looking into number 12 in the country? So... Uh, you know, again, just proof that, you know, we do uh, we do pay attention to it, no doubt. But, uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a little. And Cincinnati drops out. So does Oregon. Oregon falls not only from number 11, they fall completely out of the top 25. Cincinnati falls out. They were number 23 in the country. They got beat by Arkansas in a tough game. I thought they may hang on to number 25, but they fall out of the top 25. But Oregon goes from number 11 to see ya. How about that? Talk about a butt kick out of the joint. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Talk to you later. It's kind of unfair, so I'd say. Georgia um, will do that to everybody, not named Alabama. Yeah. I, I think it's ridiculous that they fall out. And I also think that it's ridiculous that Florida goes from unranked to 12. That's that. It's no surprise to see the Gators get into the top 25 with the upset of 29-26 of Utah. But after the way last season ended, nobody knew what to expect out of that group. But they get a win. But to go from unranked to number 12, that's a little bit of a head scratcher as well. They were also only three-point underdogs at home. Right. It's not like it was a drastic upset. Uh, many thought that they would win that game. Yeah. Um, Okay, I 
this is why some of the people that, that vote are just like uh, they're head scratchers in this. But that's the AP Top 25. Badgers fall one spot from 18 to 19 in the AP Top 25. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and I promise you, Sammy Watkins, Christian Watson, when we return, along with our uh, update from our buddy Mike Clemens, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Robert's Specialty Meats. Going to do some grilling this week or tailgating this week. It's Robert's Specialty Meats. Waukesha.com. Robert's Specialty Meats. Waukesha.com. Ribs on a stick. The garlic parm chicken skewers. Whether it's steaks, chops, whatever it happens to be, they have it. Uh, even uh, the Al Capone sausages. Oh, they're so good. The Al Capone sausages. Or the Al Capone rose. Another fine, fine, fine staple from Robert's Specialty Meats. Waukesha.com. Robert's Specialty Meats. Waukesha.com. Good stuff. Really good stuff out of them. Oh, I love Al. I, I love the Al Capone. Always good. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers getting ready to take on the Minnesota Vikings Sunday in Minnesota. Vikings wide receiver Alan Lazard did not practice yesterday with the team. The first injury report is due out tomorrow. Veteran Sammy Watkins was asked if he feels at home with the Packers playbook and Aaron Rodgers. I can say I'm finally comfortable to where I can go out there and compete, smile, have fun, and not be too serious. Really, I'm now I'm, I'm in the point where I'm just having fun and um, as far as different coverages and where I need to be at um, on certain plays and that's that's when football become fun and I can and go out there and do it do it, do, it, do everything in my best to make plays. Mason Crosby was at practice he had a birthday turned 38 over the weekend but the team signed kicker Ramiz Ahmed who was in camp as a backup to round out the practice squad to 16. The Vikings have several new members both coaches and players some that are former Packers including linebacker Zadaria Smith who spoke to reporters he turns 30 on Thursday. Very excited man and can't wait uh, been prepared it's time to come for a while now, so it's finally here and I'm ready. Any extra incentive or anything along those lines? Or? Nah, just they did, ready they for did it. let you go, you know. They did, they did, and I came to the other side. But you know, at the end of the day, it's a game. Just happy, can't wait. Uh, six days away, man. I'm just very excited. Birthday coming up too, so hopefully we get a dub for my birthday. That's the Vikings, Darius Smith in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. One of the things I love to do when I get friends that come to town, uh, that is take them to, uh, when we want to go to dinner, uh, there's a lot of places I go, but I always try to get them down to Geno's down at Calderon Club. And some friends came into town from uh, Arizona this past week. Uh, I think you, if you were out at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson, you saw, saw Steve in the game from Sound Art USA, which is a spectacular product. It is, it, you got to see it to really appreciate it, but it's just such a cool product. Um, but it's basically speakers in a canvas print, and they can take anything that you send them and turn it into this beautiful canvas print and then put Bluetooth speakers in it, and it's just it's so cool. So anyway, uh, long story short, I took them all down to uh, Geno's, down to uh, Calderon Club, ordered up the Bill Michaels, they paired it up with Cider Boys, and, and they were wild. Now, Steve uh, grew up across the street from me, uh, Italian family. We, we all had the Italian families in the neighborhood, and we all had great cooking. And our moms were fantastic, but he's he was like, oh, okay, this this is the real deal. Oh, you better believe it. The chicken marsali, marsala, 
uh, the spicy penny pasta. It was fantastic. So thanks to Gino, the gang down at San Giorgio and Calderon Club. Uh, our guys at Point, they pair that up with Cider Boys down there. We had just a really nice meal, good meal, a little wine after the fact, but, oh, what a great day. What a great day. And that I always recommend it, highly, highly. San Giorgio and Calderon Club. Okay, before we get out of here, uh, before we get out of here, uh, we want to get back to, uh, you know, some of the uh, some of the comments coming from Sammy Watkins and Christian Watson. Sammy Watkins uh, coming up on his first game as a Green Bay Packer, and it's against an NFC rival in the Minnesota Vikings. I'm just really ready to put all my hard work for tests. It's a, it's a divisional game. Just really ready to go out there and have fun, play, and play good football. So Sammy Watkins was asked, look, last year you were plagued with injuries, and that's kind of what you have become known for. And so, you know, your first game coming up, week one, as a Green Bay Packer, what are you hoping for? I'm really just getting off to a good start, getting a win. Um, I think for me, it's about winning. Um, And and whatever I have to do to go out there and get a win, that's what I'm going to do. I'm not too much focused on um, how well I'm going to play. When when I'm right and I'm healthy, I play well. So it's really going out there, putting everything together, what I practice at what I practice on in practice and um, putting it to, to a test um, come this Sunday and going out there really having fun and, and making the plays that's presented to me. But ultimately, I'm going out there trying to win a game, and that's what I'm focused on. So, you know, Sammy Watkins coming into this, he was the veteran they picked up in the offseason. We all know that. And the question always is, you know, well, you got to get on the same page, so to speak. So, does he feel up to speed with the Packers' offensive playbook, and is he on the same page? Is he in sync with Aaron Rodgers? I can say I'm finally comfortable um, to where I can go out there and compete, smile, have fun, and not be too serious. Really, I'm now I'm, I'm in a point where I'm just having fun and um, as far as different coverages and where I need to be at um, on certain plays. And that's that's when football becomes fun, and I can and go out there and do, it, do, do, it, do everything in my best to make plays. So we know that the starters uh, really haven't played uh, any preseason. Uh, the question is, have you guys been focusing solely on looking at game film and getting ready in preparation to fend off what happened last year against New Orleans? Had they been looking at a lot of Vikings film since late August? I think when you're doing camping, you're going through, you, you're going against the defense all the time. I'm pretty sure it's always Vikings. Um, it's somewhere down there where we're working on them. And I mean, every day we, it's now, it's here now. So every day is to focus on the Vikings and, and see where we can get our niche at on certain plays in certain situations. Christian Watson, he had the the right knee scoped, and you know, uh, right after the mini camp, and so he was asked, you know, look, are you, are, are you ready? Is the knee okay? I feel really good. I uh, definitely feel like I'm in a really good place. Definitely feel like I took advantage of the past, uh, you know, two weeks that I've that I've been back out there. Uh, you know, I'm still trying to grow every every single day, and, and obviously, you know, you know, take it one day at a time and prepare, you know, for this week one. Uh, but I'm definitely excited where I'm at, and you know, excited to keep on going. So, some guys waiting to be cleared medically to play in this upcoming contest. He's one of them. So, if he does get the clearance to play, could he play the whole game after missing an entire preseason, basically? Um, you know, I definitely, you know, feel like there'll be a little bit of nerve there, just, you know, it being my first one, but, um, you know, I'm confident in myself, you know, I'm confident, you know, in the playbook and everything. And, um, you know, if I do get the chance, you know, I feel like I'll be ready to go. Now there's one thing in knowing the playbook, you know, what play is being run. There's another thing in knowing 
your route tree, inside, outside, where Aaron Rodgers wants you to go versus where maybe the play is designed to go. Does he? Why does he feel so confident that he's he's ready to go mentally for Week One? You know, mentally, you know, throughout, you know, just taking those mental reps and, and you know, making sure that I'm still locked in, even though that I, you know that I wasn't going, um, you know, more reps mentally than I would have, you know, physically, and you know, I was just made made sure I was locked in the whole time. Um, but you know, I just you know took it one day at a time, even though I wasn't out there, uh, stayed in the playbook, uh, stayed with the mental reps, and you know, I felt like I was in a good place when I came back. Um, and then obviously, you know, the physical comfortability came, you know, when I got back out there as well. So. Has the reality set in that he could be playing, if he's medically cleared, he could be playing his first NFL game ever. That's got to be kind of cool. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it, it's hit me. Uh, I mean, it's nothing but excitement. Um, I'm excited to get out there. I'm excited to strap it up. Uh, you know, I'm here to play ball and, you know, ready to, you know, get a shot to do that. He was also asked how has he mentally kind of prepared himself for the fact that, you know, uh, this is his first NFL game if indeed he does play and, how hard is it not to get too nervous or get too excited on game day? Um, you know, I just, you know, I'm attacking every single day, like I'm, you know, like I'm playing. Um, so for me, I mean, it's been kind of you know, the same, uh, the same mindset throughout. Um, you know, even in the preseason games, you know, I knew, when, you know, when I was starting to get the team reps, um, you know, I just kind of took it each and every day, like I was, like I was playing, regardless of, you know, if I knew I wasn't or not. Um, and I think it's been the same way this week. Um, so you know, I'm just ready to go. So there you go. That is uh, Sammy Watkins, Christian Watson, both getting ready for the game coming up this Sunday, back on the practice field again tomorrow. So good stuff from both and good stuff from our guy, Mike Clemens, uh, as well. So uh, a lot of fun. Um, We're going to be covering it all week without a doubt. Hey, one other note I wanted to make a mention of uh, regarding the ride this past Sunday. And again, don't forget, look for the video coming up later this afternoon, this evening. Uh, on a lot of the details and such, and just kind of wrapping things up. But uh, if you were watching on Fox 6 and the coverage uh, of the motorcycle ride this past weekend, uh, both Joe Hennis from uh, Smoke in the Water and Sloppy Joe's and our friend Dan Della from Social House were on TV and both supporting of the ride. Uh, Joe's got his ride coming up that benefits Fisher House, Wisconsin on September 25th. I think uh, the 25th or the 23rd. I can't remember what date it is. Um, but uh, I, I think it's the 25th. It's September 25th. Yes, thank you. Um, but Dan Della was on as well from Social House. And remember they did, we did the live broadcast out there when they did the grand reopening of Social House after the renovation was done, and they had that weekend for Fisher House, Wisconsin. Dan presented a check for over $2,000 uh, that they raised to benefit Fisher House, Wisconsin. And I wanted to make a mention of that and and not fail to mention that. Because that, that's a lot of effort and that's a lot of kindness. So, again, we've got a lot of good people that support not only this program, but some of the charities in the area. And Dan and Joe and just a couple of them. But when you see them, give them a high five or a congratulations or a handshake and just say great job. Because what it is they do for Fisher House, Wisconsin, for military members, veterans and their families, it's, it, it, it doesn't go unnoticed. And hopefully you support them as well. But a check for over $2,000. So... Thanks so much, man. That was That's really cool. That's really cool. That'll do it for today. We'll be back at it again tomorrow. Packers back on, back on the practice field as well. We'll talk some about the Brewers and the contest today. Oh, going to be a lot of good stuff tomorrow. Also, we'll have probably Mike Clemens in Green Bay as well. And that's just off the top of my head. <laughs> we got a lot more coming up. But until we talk again tomorrow, look for the video over the Facebook fan page. 
the Facebook page that is Big Unit Poker Run and over on the Instagram page as well. But until we talk again, time for us to go. Have a go. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.